this morning, we are going to be chatting about, talking to you about chat and catch. Now, chat and catch is something we talk about a bit here at Gateway, and some of you would have heard about it before. Some of you will be familiar with it, and others of you will wonder what on earth people are talking about when they talk about chat and catch. So when we talk about chat and catch, we are talking about prayer. Okay, and when we think about prayer, maybe you think of it like those disciples. We like to bow our heads, put our hands together sometimes. We like to say amen. Maybe you have a routine where you, you pray before bedtime. Or when you're having your dinner, you might have a prayer that you pray. You might um, know the teaspoon way of praying. Thank you, sorry, please, and we do one of each. And those are all really good things. But when Jesus was with his disciples... They definitely didn't do that, did they? It's very strange looking at it like that. They did life together. They went on journeys. They saw God do miracles. They chatted. They had ate together and had breakfast together and dinner together. And they just did life together. And they chatted to Jesus. They didn't shut their eyes and pray dear Jesus. They just chatted to him. And in the same way that the disciples chatted to Jesus, we can chat to God. Okay, so what is chatting? Well, I found a definition, which is to talk in a friendly and informal way. So no, dear Jesus, because that's a formal way of speaking, informal, chatting. And I wonder, what do you chat to your friends about? Can anyone tell me some things that they chat to their friends about? Anyone, what do you chat to your friends about? Jacob, what do you chat to your friends about? Food. You talk to them about what food you're going to eat, what food's your favorite. Anyone else? Come on, grown-ups too. What do you chat to your friends about? Football. Football. What do you chat to your friends about? About Spurs. Football. Any grown-ups? Come on, grown-ups. The children are showing you up here with their answers. Jack. Football. Peter. Cars. Gardens. Jackie. Life. Housework. Anyone else? Zach. Lunchtime, you like chatting at lunchtime. Daniel, video games. Any more grown-ups? Where are all the grown-ups? Come on, let's hear some like, answer from grown-ups. Families. Richard. Politics. Politics. That's a good one. Oh. <laughs> okay, we chat to God about all different things. We talk to God. We talk to each other about all different things. We talk about the really important things, maybe politics, family. They're important things. We talk about the not less important things. Football, where does that fit? I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe important, maybe not important. Depends on your understanding. But we talk about the big things, the really big things, the things that we're worried about, and we talk about the little things, what we watched on TV, what we enjoyed. Okay, and you know what? We can talk to God about all of those things as well. And we don't have to bow our heads, shut our eyes, and we don't even have to say amen. In fact, amen means I agree. So if you're by yourself, it's a little bit strange to say you agree with yourself. So you don't have to say amen when you're just on your own and you're talking to God. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do it at a certain time of day. But do you know what? Sometimes we think about God and we think God is like Ben over there. He's really far away. He's got his back turned and he's ignoring us. And we have to yell and beg and hope he cares enough to listen. God! God! Hello! Can you help me? God! And we think that God doesn't care. Okay? And then other times, we can sometimes think that God is like a really old man who just can't really hear us. And he doesn't really know what's happening with my life. 
and he doesn't really understand. And so we're like, good, good, it's Sarah, Sarah, could, could you help me, good? And so we give up, because he's just an old man, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then other times, you might think that God is a super important, busy God. He is looking after the world and the universe, and he has not got time for me. He is saving the world, okay? And so we try and play, are you there, God? God, are you, are you there? Are you there? But we think that God is he's too important. He's, we're not important enough for, him to, for God to have time to listen to us. Sometimes we worry that God might be angry, okay? And so we might, we might want to pray to God, God, I'm really sorry I hurt my brother and I'm so sorry that I did that. But we're so scared of what he might do that we don't dare say anything at all, okay? But do you know what? None of those are true. God's not far away. God's not an old man who doesn't really understand what we're saying. God is not too busy and too important. God is not angry with us. He loves us and he's close to us. He's right next to us. He's not angry. And he, he's just interested in everything you want to say to him. Okay? And he wants to hear everything. He is as interested in, God, I am just, I'm really upset because I wanted to wear that t-shirt today and it's in the wash and that's really annoying. He's as interested as that as he is into God. My mom's really sick and I think she's going to die and I'm really worried about that. Okay? God wants to hear all of it. Thank you, Ben. Okay, so God wants to hear it all. God wants to know about all of it. And there's nowhere we can go that we can't chat to God. We can chat to God when we're walking, when we're riding our bike. We can chat to God when we're on the toilet. We can chat to God when we're having a shower or a bath. We can chat to God when we're in the car. If we're driving the car, it's a good idea to keep your eyes open while you're talking to God. But you can talk to God in the car. Um, you know, he is there and he just loves hearing from us wherever we are and whatever we're doing, okay? And do you know that um, we can pray to God when we're at bedtime as well, and I think sometimes, perhaps particularly grown-ups, we feel bad because we start praying and we fall asleep. But <laughs> do you know what? Have you ever, as a grown-up, have you ever held a baby in your arms and they fall asleep on you? Isn't that just the best thing? Do you know what that's what it's like for God? If you fall asleep talking to him, then that's just great. You get to have a sleepover with Jesus, and he loves that. Okay? And do you know what? We can tell God jokes. Did you know God likes a joke? Of course God likes a joke. He definitely has a sense of humor. Okay? He loves to hear jokes. And we don't have to pray out loud. Okay? We can pray. We can pray different ways. So I would like you all, in your head, or if you can't talk in your head yet, in your hand like this so no one else can hear, say, the sky is blue. In your head, say, the sky is blue. Okay? In that place where you can say the sky is blue in your head or really quietly into your hand, you can talk to God. And you can also show God pictures. So in your head, I want you to picture what your house looks like, okay? Picture what your house looks like in your head. In that place where you can picture your house, you can show God things. You can show him pictures of things. You can show him movies of things, okay? So we can talk to God in our heads. We can talk to God really quietly through whispers. We can shout. We can sing. We don't even have to pray with words. Sometimes things happen in life, and we feel really, really sad. And actually, we don't know any words to say, and we can just cry, 
And that's okay. God understands that, and he is happy for us to cry with him. And sometimes maybe something happens, and we're really angry, and we can shout and scream, and we can make frustrated noises, and God understands that too, and we can share those with God. He doesn't mind. He loves you, and he wants to hear from you, and he wants to communicate with you, whatever that is and whatever it looks like. Okay? So now we're going to have a chance to chat to God. Okay? So I'm going to give you something to tell to God or to show God. And this is time for you and God. Now, some of these things you might want to tell the person next to you, okay? But don't. Save it for later. You can tell them after if you want to. This time is just between you and God. So we're either going to do it in your head or do it really quietly in your head so no one else can hear. So it's a secret just between you and God. And if you don't know the thing that I'm going to ask you to talk to God, tell God. I don't know God. Because you know what? He doesn't mind that either. He enjoys just chatting to you. So it's fine if you don't know the answer. You can just tell him you don't know the answer. So are you ready? I'm going to give you something to tell God. You're going to do it. And then when you're done, you're going to nod at me so I know when most people are done. Okay? Okay. So show God a picture of your favorite animal. Nod at me when you're done. Okay. Tell God something that makes you worried. Nod at me when you're done. Tell God which Bible character you'd most like to meet and what you'd ask them. Nod at me when you're done. Show God a memory that makes you sad. Nod at me when you're done. Show God a memory that makes you laugh. Nod at me when you're done. Tell God what you love doing more than anything else. Not at me when you're done. Tell God whether you'd rather have four hands or four legs. (laughs) Not at me when you're done. Show God a picture of your favorite place in the whole world. Not at me when you're done. Tell God one thing you really like about your family. Not at me when you're done. Tell God one thing you wish was different about your family. Nod at me when you're done. Tell God a joke. Nod at me when you're done. Tell God how you feel about him. Really, honestly, you can tell him anything.
nod at me when you're done. Okay, so that's chatting. And you can do it anywhere, anytime, and about anything we like. And now we are going to sing a song together, and then in a minute we're going to talk a bit about catch. So please stand, and we'll sing a song together to thank God that we get to talk to him anywhere, because we're his children. Right, so we can chat to God. But you know, the best thing about God is that a relationship with God is not one way. When we chat to him, he chats back to us. And it would be a bit strange if he didn't really, wouldn't it? It would be a bit like this. Hey? What, what does Caleb need to do? What, what does he need to do? Catch it. He needs to catch the ball. Okay. So when we chat to God, it's like we can chat to him and he chats back to us. And sometimes God chats to us and we can chat back to him. Thank you. You can take the ball with you as well. Thank you. <laughs> okay? It would be really boring if we talked to God all the time and he never talked back to us. But we get to have a relationship with God, which means we can chat back and forth, okay? And we can ask God stuff and he can answer us and God can ask us things and we can answer him. And we can show God stuff and God shows us stuff. And um, the Bible talks about it in Jeremiah 33.3. It says, call to me and I will show you great and unsearchable things you don't even know. Isn't that amazing? God's going to show us things that we don't know about yet. He's going to tell us things we don't even know. But you know, sometimes we complain and we're like, God never talks to me. I've never heard God talking to me. Why do I never hear from God? But you know, it's just so annoying. Why is he talking to us? And it says in the Bible, in the book of Job, that God is constantly talking. We just need to learn how to catch. We have to learn to pay attention to the ways that God talks to us and catch us. But we think God doesn't talk and God isn't real. But he is talking and we're just not paying attention. So Alice has thrown all these things at me and I wasn't paying any attention, was I? Were they still real? Was he throwing things? Yeah, they're still real. And God is like that. God is talking to us, and he is giving us messages all the time. It says in the book of Job, God's talking to us first one way and then another. God is always talking to us, and we just need to pay attention and catch. And um, he wants to be part of everything, not just the important stuff, but the everyday stuff, okay? And when God made us, we can think it's hard, but when God made us, he made us for the whole purpose of being in relationship with him. And so when he made our bodies, he made them to be in relationship. He made them ready to catch all the things he's sending to us, okay? And because he's really clever, he doesn't just talk in words. He can talk in a whole different bunch of ways that we can catch, okay? And our God has designed our bodies to catch from him. And so each one of these has a way that we can catch from God, okay? So are you ready? I'm going to throw one out, and you need to open it and show us what it says. Somewhere over there. Whoa. Someone open it for me. That came back again. Open up, show us what it is. It's rather too tightly, we can't get into it. <laughs> right. Open up, show us what, what have you got? What's it? Show up so we can see. It's some ears. 
Okay, so we can catch from God with our ears. Now, there are two different ways we can catch with our ears. And the first one is the one that most of us think of the most and we think happens the most, but actually probably happens the least. And that is hearing an audible voice with your ears. Okay, so in, um, in the Bible, Samuel hears a voice and he assumes that it's Eli, so he goes and he asks Eli. So it was a voice that sounded like a real voice to him. Interestingly, nobody else hears the voice. Only Samuel hears the voice. So it possibly wasn't an actual loud voice that everyone could hear. It was just him that could hear it. But he thought it was real, so he went to see who was calling him. Um, sometimes there, is, there, there are stories in the Bible of when there's a voice and everybody hears it. So when Jesus gets baptized, everybody hears the voice that God says, this is my son who I love. Um, but, but in the case of Samuel, he only he heard it. Okay, and now that is a one way that we can catch from God, and that's the way we think of the most, but actually is probably the least common. Um, I think I've heard from God in that way once, um, and that's it. Okay, so but that is a way that we can be ready to catch with our ears. The other way we can catch with our ears is that sometimes we hear something, so maybe someone talking, maybe a song. Um, or maybe some, th- something in a movie, and we hear something, and it just really sticks in our brain, and we're like, oh, that's interesting. That really speaks to me. And it might be something that someone, when they're talking and teaching, that you catch hold of that, and you think, oh, that's, that maybe is for me, that, that sentence or that word. Or in a song, it might be a whole song that you think, oh, that's really for me at this time in my life, or a line, okay? So we can catch from God in that way with our ears as well. Let's do another one. Let's go that way. See if someone catch it and open it up for us and tell us what it is. What have we got? It's somebody asleep. And what are they doing in their sleep? They're dreaming. Okay? So one way we can catch from God is in our dreams. Okay? So we might, we all dream. And sometimes dreams are weird. But sometimes you have a dream and you think, oh, that was really strange. And it might be that God's trying to speak to you through your dreams. So it's really good to always have a piece of paper and a pen by your bed, just in case you wake up in the middle of the night, you think, oh, that might be from God. You can write it down and, um, and take it and think about that and ask God if it's from him. And, um, but if you don't write it down, you'll forget it. Okay, so write it down. So have a pen and paper by your bed ready in case God wants, you want to catch, God is going to send you something in a dream that you can catch. Woo! You can open the next one for us. What have we got? What is it? Nice and loud. Shout out what it is. It's a person. It's our body. It looks a bit like a gingerbread man, yeah. It's our body, okay? So we can catch with our body or our skin, okay? So in the Bible, Samuel, not Samuel, Solomon and the priests dedicate the temple to God, and the power of God is so powerful that they can't move because they can feel God on their bodies. And this feels, usually it's not that powerful, but sometimes it is. And so you might feel God on your skin, and that looks different for different people, but there's something to be ready to catch from God with our whole bodies, including our skin. We might just catch God on our skin. I'm going to go this way because I've been that way for a while. Whoa. What have we got, Reuben? They're very well rolled, are they? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, what are they? What are they? Emoji faces. Emotions. They've got different emotions. Happy face, sad face. So we can catch God 
with our emotions. So maybe sometimes you're talking to God and you feel really, really worried about something and then you pray to God and you just get a sense of peace. And that is a way that we can catch from God. Um, sometimes people um, are catching from God and they, they cry and they get really sad. And sometimes that's because God um, speaks and we catch something of God's heart for something and it makes us feel really sad because we know that God's sad about it. And so we feel sad, but then God kind of calls us to do something about that usually when we feel sad. Sometimes we um, catch joy from God and it makes us laugh and it makes us really happy. So we can catch lots of different emotions from God. Let's go that way somewhere. I'm going to undo these a little bit so they're easier to Eyes, okay? So we can catch with our eyes. Again, there are two ways we can catch with our eyes, okay? So first thing is visions, which is like when you, are, you have the eyes open and you see something in front of you that looks like it's real and you feel like you can touch it, but nobody else can see it and it's not actually there, but you think it is. So that's one way that we can catch with our eyes. The other way we can catch with our eyes is that we see something that is real and it's like something just stands out to us. It's a bit like someone's shining a torch on something. So it might be an object or a word. It might be something as you're walking past the shops, you see something. Um, it might be, oh, look, and it'll be something like you might see an adventure playground and think God wants to take me on an adventure. Or you see a light and it reminds you that God is the light of the world. So you see things with your real eyes and God can speak to you through those things. Go this way. Your brain, okay? So in that place where you all said the sky is blue, you can show God things in there. So you can tell God, well, you can tell God things and God can drop things into there. So where you're thinking the sky is blue, you might suddenly in there, there'd be a word or it might be a Bible verse that drops into your head and you know that that's from God. Or it might be, um, that you, you have a picture. So you might, um, you might be praying and then there's a picture of a boat in your head and you're like, that's really random. I wasn't thinking about that. And that might be God and God might speak to you through that. Um, sometimes we get a picture in our head and we're like, I don't really know what that is, God. Like, is that you? Why you've got that picture in my head? And if we ask God, sometimes that picture will move or something will happen or you might catch then a, a word or a Bible verse to go with it. Um, sometimes uh, one of the ways... One of the big ways I catch from God is through songs. So I catch in my brain, I'll be praying, and all of a sudden I have a song that I wasn't thinking of and I hadn't heard that day. And then the words of that song speak to me, and God speaks to me through a song. Okay, so we can catch with our brain. Now, I think particularly grown-ups, sometimes we struggle with this, and we're like, I'm just imagining things. Well, who made your imagination? God made your imagination. He made your imagination to catch from him. And so, yes, it's always good to test things. If they're big things, we absolutely should be checking it with the Bible. We should be asking other Christians we know what they think about it. If it's small things, we can actually just do three things, which is one is say to God, if we're not sure, God, is that you? And if it's not, and it's not going to be good for us, he, he'll let us know that it's not from him. Um, we can also do the A, B, C, D, which is always A. Any words, anything we catch from God should always be build us up. C, cheer us up, even if it's something negative. It usually at the end, it cheers us up. And D, draws us near to God. So if it does those things, then it's probably from God, okay? And the third thing that we can do 
is um, saying, is this like the God I know? Does this fit with how I know God is, of what it says in the Bible? And so we can do those three things. But God can use our imaginations. And sometimes we have to, particularly grown-ups, we have to go, actually, maybe this is going somewhere. Let me ask God what, this is tr- what he's trying to say through this. Okay, So we can be open to that. Okay, last one over there somewhere. Our heart. So we can catch with our heart. So sometimes we just know that we know something. So we talk about this being our heart or sometimes our gut, that we just know that we know. So when I, um, when I was at school and I was looking at places to go to university, I saw a course in York and I just knew that I knew that I knew that that was the course God wanted me to do and I had to apply to different things because of my school. They wanted me to apply to different places. But I knew that I knew that God wanted me to be in York. And sometimes we get that. We just know that we know that God is doing something. Or we see something happening and we know and we know that we know that that's wrong and we should do something about it. Um, so sometimes we can catch with our emotions. So we're going to try some catching now. So we're going to remember to catch with your whole body, not just your ears. We're catching with our eyes, our skin, our mind, our feelings, okay? And I just want you to just to say, don't, don't strive, don't, don't worry about it. Just enjoy being with God. That's the main thing this is about. It's about being with God and spending time in God's presence, okay? And there's no judgment. We have to learn to catch God's voice and to recognize it. Okay, we have to, um, we have to process it. Um, so if I try to throw a ball to Tobias, he's a baby. He's not going to be able to catch the ball, okay? Because he's little, and he has to learn how to catch the ball. And it's the same with catching from God. We have to learn, and the more we do it, the more we practice, the more that we will learn how to do it and be able to catch better, okay? So it's, it's just a process. And it's important that we don't dismiss the really small little things. Um, and the things that seem silly, don't dismiss what pops in your head. Go with it and see where it takes you. Okay, so first of all, get comfortable. You get into a comfortable... You might want to put your hands out when you catch a ball. Sometimes it helps to put your hands out. You might want to keep your eyes open or eyes closed. That's up to you. There's one rule when we're spending time with God. Can someone tell me what the rule is? The kids, we have one rule. What's the rule for when we spend time with God? Hannah. Don't mess with anyone else's time with God. Okay, so if you don't want to do that, that's fine. If you don't want to be part of it, but don't mess with anyone else's time with God, okay? This is between you and God. This is not a prayer ministry time, okay? Um, I think it's tempting, but sometimes it's really important to remember that we each have our own relationship with God. And when Jesus died on the cross, the temple curtain was torn in too so that we could go and meet with God for ourselves. We don't need a priest to go through. And I think we forget that sometimes. So this is about time for you and God to spend time together, okay? So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to give you a question to ask God, and we're going to wait, okay? And then um, after a while, we're going to give you some more questions in case you're done with that one and you want to carry on. You can carry on with the first one, or you can go and do some more if you want to do some more, okay? So you're going to spend some time. We're just remembering to catch with our whole body, and we're going to give loads of time, and then in a bit, the bands are going to play for us as well, Um, and um, we'll move into a song, okay? But you take as long as you want to do this, This is time for you and God, okay? God, I thank you that you are here. Holy Spirit, please come and help us to catch what you have for us today. Help us to catch with our whole body and be open to the things you want to give us today. Okay, the question I want you to ask God is, God, what do you love about me? Okay, so ask God, God, what do you love about me? Okay, and we're just going to wait. Remember to catch with your whole body.
okay. If you're, if you're still catching from God, feel free to carry on. That's fine. You, ca- you carry on catching from God. Um, if you're done with that, there's some more questions you might um, like to ask God. Uh, which Bible character am I like? God, which Bible character am I like? Or God, is there somebody you'd like me to help? Who are they? What do you want me to do? Okay, so those questions are on the screen for you. Um, the band are just going to play for us for a bit. Um, feel free to take your time. Ask God one question. Ask him all of them. It's up to you. Who found it hard today to catch from God? Yeah? Do you know what? That's okay. It's okay if you find it hard today. It's about learning to recognize his voice. And the more we hear it and the more we catch, the more we'll learn to recognize that it's God talking to us. And it's okay if some days we find it hard, harder, and we just, God is talking to us. And we just need to keep practicing, and we will get better and better at recognizing his voice the more that we practice catching from him. Who did catch something from God today? Who did feel like they caught something from God? Fabulous. That's great. Make sure you write it down. Remember it. And then on those days when you're finding it hard to catch, you've got that, and you know that God is speaking to you. It's good to keep a record of the things that God is saying to us and keep on spending time with him. So... Please keep on spending time chatting and catching from God this week. And I think Caleb has a way that we can do that particularly this week. Great. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, Can we just thank Sarah for that teaching? Um, So, you guys are a great church. Who, hands up, no, I'm not going to make you do that. I was going to say hands up if you love being part of this church. It would be really awkward if you felt like you're the only one who wouldn't, right? Bad idea, bad idea. Uh, I, I love being part of this church. I can speak for myself in that regard. Uh, I love just being part of this church family. And uh, we are a growing church family. We're in a good place. Um, we are facing the challenge of growing numbers of adults and children. This is a good challenge to have, but it is a challenge. I was just looking back last week um, And in 2019, we averaged 215 adults and children here in this building on a Sunday morning. Um, We've actually never been above 200 before. So, you know, it's not explosive growth, but it is growth nonetheless. And uh, we are, the reality is that we are coming close to the capacity in this building on a Sunday morning with one service, we are getting to around about the maximum number of people you could actually get in here comfortably. Um, This is a challenge, but rather than seeing it as a problem, uh, we're sensing as leaders that God is encouraging us to see this as an opportunity. Uh, We want to see this as an opportunity to, we, we just believe that God is leading us to take some decisions that will actually lead us to uh, to widen the gateway for God's kingdom to come. Uh, so we, we want to kind of hear God. We, wanna, we want God to lead us into making decisions that will enable us to reach more people and to widen the gateway for God's kingdom to come to earth. Um, as, as elders, we have been discussing and praying about this challenge for some time now. 
And we believe that God is calling us to a new bold step of faith that we probably haven't taken as a church for some time. I think back to um, when we extended this building 12 years ago, we kind of, we, we completed about 11 years ago. But, um, but that was a big challenge for us as a church, wasn't it? We, we heard God leading us to this building and to extend it, and we responded in faith. We believe that we are at that moment again in history, not necessarily talking about a building project, but we believe that God is calling us to take some kind of step of faith that will lead to him widening the gateway for his kingdom and deal with the challenge of capacity here. Uh, We've yet to reach a firm conclusion on what exactly that response is. Um, As elders, we've talked and prayed about it and probably our preferred, to be completely honest about it, our preferred solution is some kind of multiplication. Don't quite know what that looks like, where that looks like, who that would involve, but but it will probably, if if our hunch is right and we're hearing God right, it will probably mean not just one meeting here on a Sunday morning. There will be some kind of multiplication. Uh, I don't want to give any more details than that because I can't, and we don't have any more details than that right now. We also want to be we want to be open about what that looks like. We also want to be open to God completely just speaking and saying something completely different and buying peacocks next door or I don't know who knows how God might want to lead us but we want to be really open to him speaking to us today we've been talking about catching from God this is how we hear his voice anyone and everyone can catch and hear God's voice so we would love you every one of you young and old children and grown-ups to spend some time this week praying for this church, for one another, and asking God, God, where are you leading us as a church? Is it multiplication? And if so, what does that look like? Or is it something else? Uh, We would love you to catch from God in all the ways that Sarah has been talking about today. And as you leave this morning at the end of the service, the guys on the door will give you a little sheet Um, with a box in it and it just says I've been praying for the church and this is what I caught grown-ups we'd love you to do this with your children and encourage them God might want to speak to us in profound ways through kids Uh, teenagers you do it yourself grown-ups please spend some time this week just praying and catching God what is it you want to do and lead us and then next week um we would, we would love you. So you can, you can write in this, you can draw in this. Um, I, I just have a real sense that God's going to speak through dreams to us as a church in this season as well. So do be praying for that and keep, keep this next to your bed maybe. And when you wake up in the morning, write it down. Pray, God, is this from you? Um, just be careful how much cheese you eat before you go to sleep. Otherwise, you might get some really wild stuff. But hey, God can use that too. Um, and then next week, as part of our service, we are going to be creating quite a lot of space to hear back from what is it God has been saying to and through you. So we would love you to bring this back next week. If God, if you catch something from God, anything, it might just be a single word or it might be something, a detailed picture, who knows? We'd love you to bring these back next week. We'll bring, we'll collate them back in, but we'll also have an opportunity to share uh, together with one another about what God might be doing amongst us and what he might be saying to us. Does that sound okay? Are you up for that? great we would love you like genuinely please do don't just think oh somebody else will do this we would love everyone to be praying this week and to be catching from God okay we're going to close the service with another song why don't you stand together and uh, and it's this is a video-led song it's a song that we all know 
But uh, I'm just going to pray and then we will, um, we will sing this song together. Father God, we thank you that you are an accessible God. We thank you that we can chat to you anytime in any place and anyone can do it. And we thank you that you are constantly wanting to speak and send things to us too. And we pray you would help each one of us this week to, to spend time chatting and catching from you. Help us to learn more and more how to catch from you with our whole bodies. But we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the message that we've heard. Pray you would help us to, uh, to learn more and more about about chat and catch, about prayer and connecting with you in meaningful ways, Father. And I do pray that this week you would speak to us as a church family, as a body collectively about what these next steps might be that you are calling us to. Amen.